This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Oh God. God bless you all. Really, I don't feel like preaching this morning. Uh, see if I should just bring Thursday back. <laughs> A couple of the fact that my voice cracked two days ago, but then there's no problem. Hallelujah. Let's read Psalm 133. So we are still talking, and I feel this is, for a while, I might leave this topic for something else after today. But I just want to add one more thing about what propels the anointing. And now I'm talking about something very relevant to what is happening on Thursday at the corporate level. Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Ah. Praise the Lord. Why is uh why is the key? Okay. It was one that traveled with me this weekend. He came back with cold. Those journeys are not easy at times. And sometimes the level of traffic, God will help this nation with our role. We can just be on one spot for two hours. Hallelujah. So when I travel like that, I do back to back, back to back, back to back, and I come back to church. Your voice might suffer for it. But at least I'm not preaching tomorrow. And I'm not preaching on Tuesday. I'll be in church on Wednesday. It will be, Wednesday time will just be a shout of joy. <laughs> Hallelujah. Please don't miss Wednesday. It actually starts on Wednesday. All right. Next verse. It is like a precious ointment upon the air that run the bird, upon the bird, even the Aaron's bird. That went down to a skirt of his garments. How good is it for brethren to dwell together in unity? Can I have your seats? Let me complete the reading. Let's read on. As the dew of Ammon, and as the dew that descended upon the mountains of Zion, for there the Lord commanded the blessing even life forevermore. When Jesus was living, he prayed specifically in John 17 that they might be one. The greatest advantage of Satan against the body of Christ is disunity. How good and pleasant. Ah. Lord. I might not say more this morning. So, a bunch of men in Genesis 11 decided to build a tower that will reach heaven. Number one, you will question whether that is physically possible. 
Because heaven is just not, I mean, if you go up there inside the plane, you know, there's nothing up there, keep going. But these people said they were going to do it. Now, Genesis 11. I want to show you something there. Give me that scripture. The whole earth was of one language and of one speech. One language and one speech. This might be the day that I will repeat the law of the first, second, and third side because I'm just trying to make some announcement that will get us to be better prepared for the meeting then beyond the meeting as a church. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You know, sometimes we move by the Spirit or we don't go in the conventional way by preacher. That's what is happening this morning. Even though my voice feels about, I feel a very strong anointing. This. I, I want to say, I don't know where this is coming from, but let me just give this very strong warning. And I might repeat this in all the services. Listen to me very well. Now, this is the voice of a prophet. If you believe that the church, HOD, is not enough to correct, talk to you about your marriage. Don't invite us to join you together. That's very strong. You know, I've seen brethren that they, 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 you go for their wedding, you join them, and they're having an issue. They both come to you and you tell them, okay, I'm, I'm not your father, I'm not your mother, but I'm telling you that work on this. And then they walk away, they just don't want to. It's okay. There's no problem. You don't have to listen to anybody, but don't bring us into your marriage. Go to registry. If you are not prepared to be corrected. It bothers me how stubborn certain people are. And it's both men and women. Yeah. You know, at times some people, that's why I don't even counsel again. Someone will come and see you and you tell them they leave the office and somebody is still going to report the wife to his in-law who brought the husband to this one because they feel that they will do a better job. I think on two occasions I was talking to somebody just because this woman wouldn't do I was just like, you can't be this rude to your husband. I said, maybe we should go and see a counselor. I said, please get out and go and see a counselor. It's, 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 it's the rebellion in the heart of some people. It's unthinkable. You are talking to a neutral person and he says that if you said this and this and this and this and this and this and you threw an object at your husband, that is wrong. But you don't want to hear that. So when people come for counseling, what they want is that, I want to bring this woman to a pastor so that you can fix her. When the pastor tells you that, even yourself, you need to be fixed, then you get angry. Then in some cases, some women come and report their husband, they expect the pastor to blame the man. And then he, he listens and he says, ah, madam, if you did this and this, I will talk to you, but this is also wrong. Say, no, no, I don't want to hear that. Jesus is not your errand boy. That what you want him to do is to help you fix the other person. And you don't want to be fixed. You get what I'm saying? Amen. Hallelujah. I got married in Fountain. Our time was I was not around that day. So it was Pastor Tayo that joined us. He's one of the associate pastors. He's in charge of account there. Till today. The honor I have for that man. Thank God we have never had to quarrel to call somebody's number and settle 
for the honor I have for the man. When I see my posse, the honor I have for the man. Just because he jo- these things are not mere things. They are spiritual things. Now, I'm not saying because somebody, I didn't talk about anybody during the week about marriage. I have not counseled to anybody this month about marriage. So don't feel that something happened. That's a, no, it just went from my spirit. I'm not looking at the whole body of Christ. Pastor Kingsley said the same thing. So it's not about here. And there's a spirit in the here right now. If you don't find refuge in God, you get into trouble. Rebellion spirit, I mean, that rebellion is the order of the day around the world. People can't trust the word of God anymore. Your will is more important than the word. Somebody shows you from the scripture that, oh, sister, you don't talk like that, but you're angry. Oh, brother, no, 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 no. That's not what I want to hear. If you are not ready to really internalize the fruit of the spirit and let them grow by the word of God, please stay away from marriage. You are going to injure the other person. In that home space, everything is heightened. If you are selfish, it will show very well in marriage. Yeah. If you are careless, it will show very well in marriage. If you are lossful, you will be in, tra- in a trap until you go out, go get some other fixes here and there. So that's why it's important that we take our time. Every time I deviate and I talk like this, I am talking about the spirit to somebody I don't know the person. There's no time I talk like that after service. Sometimes out of the corner, people will send me a mail that you know you were just talking to us. So sincerely speaking, no marriage matter has been brought to me this month. So I'm not talking about anything. I'm just talking from the spirit. I'm supposed to be talking about the conference coming. Are you with me? Maybe somebody's going through something. God just wanted me to say that. I hope you have received it. So go and repent and adjust. You know, some find it difficult to say sorry. Sorry can save you at times. Somebody's even bragging. You know, I don't apologize. Me, I don't apologize to nobody. If you're a woman and a man is saying that and you are not yet married, why don't you just pack your load? Anyway, not your load. You are not living with you. So <laughs> pack yourself <laughs> and just move. Every argument you are the one to apologize, or you are the man, you beg the, every now and then, you are the guilty one. She never apologizes, only you apologize every now and then, and you are still there. You are in trouble already. How can apology be one sided? You will hate that marriage when you get in. Now, why am I talking? This is not marriage service now. Come back. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are, are you with me? <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. Did you hear what I just said now? Okay. How good. Ah. Let's read Second Chronicles chapter 5. I think I'll start from verse 7. Oh, dear Lord Jesus, help me. Jesus. Then the priest brought the ark of covenant to the Lord, of the Lord to his place to the inner sanctuary of the house, into the holy of holies, under the wings of the cherubim. Next verse. For the cherubim spread forth their wings over the place of the ark, 
and the cherubims cover the ark and the staff. We already know this in Exodus. Why is the Bible saying this again? Next verse. And they drew the staff of the ark, that the ends of the staff were seen from the ark before the oracle, but they were not seen without. And there it is unto this day. I'm going to explain this another day, but let's move on. Where I'm going is start from the next verse. There was nothing in the ark save the tables, uh, the two tables Moses put there in at Horeb. The last time people looked into the ark, they died. But that's not even where we are going this morning. And the Bible tells us that, well, this time around, many people looked into it and told us what was inside. Now, the next verse. It came to pass, when the priests were come out of the only place, we have fasted for days. And I declare, say that the fasting ended yesterday, 27 days. All the priests that were present were sanctified and did not wait by cause, no ranking, because they were all sanctified. Next verse. As the Levites, oh Lord, I trust you for this. As the Levites, which were the singers, all of them of Asaph, of Eman, of Jedutum, with their sons and their brethren, being arranged in white linen, righteousness of Christ, having cymbals and satyrs and abs, stood at the east end of the altar, with them an hundred and twenty priests, sounding with trumpets. Mm. Look at the next verse. The effect is powerful. Next verse. It came to pass as the trumpeters and the singers were as one. Everybody say one. To make one sound. Say one again. To be heard in praising and thanking the Lord. When they lifted up their voice with a trumpet and cymbal and instrument of music and praise the Lord saying, Everybody just shouted it together on that day. They said, For he is good and especially endures forever. Then the house was filled with a cloud, even the house of the Lord. Next verse. Do you know, Saiba, I've never been in this atmosphere before. So the priest could not stand to minister by the reason of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord filled the whole house. It is in this kind of atmosphere that the Bible would declare that and everyone was healed. Everyone. There were moments that Jesus only healed somebody. John 9 saw a man born blind. John 5 saw somebody at the pool of Bethesda. He only healed a man there that was there for 38 years. Before that crusade, Jack Robin just disappeared. Crowd following him and blind and only one woman touched him and she got healed. But there were few cases in the Bible that the Bible says and he healed them all. But not every now and then. In this kind of atmosphere of glory, everybody is brought into an experience. I dare say, even unbelievers will receive a touch of the Spirit because of the corporate anointing and because of believers that are present. But what leads to this kind of atmosphere? In you, I one day, I think I made reference to that. Reverend Joseph, coordinator, the coordinator of Rema, Nigeria, was there that day. Somebody was suspended in the air about five feet above the ground during worship, like that in the fellowship at SUB basement, West of Ibadan. Talk of glory atmosphere, where to take you three hours to remember where you are. Being cut off, and when I have a session 
during this conference, I'm going to share some deep things about the trumpets. Of all the musical equipments, in Ezekiel 28, the Bible says God created Satan to have instruments inside himself. Thou art anointed cherub. He says, Sartre and thy pipe, they are inside you. The only instrument that Satan was never given by God is the trumpet. Trumpet belongs to God. And we are going to journey through the Bible. That is why when there will be rapture, so there will be a sound of trumpets. Yeah. Bible says, first, first Thessalonians chapter 4, for love shall descend with the sound of the trumpet and that of an archangel. There is a reason. I believe that the archangel part is because of what is likely to happen. Uh, well, I once heard it from one man, and I think I might agree with him, that it's likely there will be archangel present because, Michael, we need to stay in the heavenlies. Because maybe when people are being raptured, some forces might try to stop them. Maybe the type of the priest of Pasha that withstood the angel of God for 21 days, there are spirits, wicked spirits in heavenly places who live there. So at the sound of the trumpet, saints are called home, and Michael will see to it that nobody is intercepted on the way. So the Lord shall descend with the sound of and that of an archangel, the two together. Why trumpets? Why did John say, and I heard behind me the voice, as of that these are the things we'll look at on that day. Because it's a two-way thing, like a double-edged sword, everything of God. John said that I was in the spirit of the Lord and I heard behind me. He was, on the he was in the spirit before he heard the voice. But in chapter 4, he said, and I saw a door standing op open in heaven, and the voice said, come up either, and immediately I was in the spirit. In chapter 4, he, was, he heard the word before he was in the spirit. In chapter 1, he was in the spirit before he heard the word. How do we go about this? Wait till weekend. <laughs> we will never be the same again. But here, 11 minutes more. The timekeeper doesn't like me. Something is happening. <laughs> Are you with me? Everybody made a sound. The Bible says one. One. As of one. Let, don't worry, just an introduction. We will, we will go deep into this. What happened in that chapter 2 before the Holy Ghost came down? They were in one accord. That word, one accord, is about is repeated about 12 times in the book of Acts alone. I believe the reason for the mighty demonstration, I have read Acts 1 to 28, only God knows how many times. I have never seen one single place where somebody, a person fasted for seven days right there. I'm not downplaying fasting. I've done seven days. I'm just saying that I do not see where somebody fasted for seven days. Fasting was not emphasized. Not that they were not fasting. It is scriptural that we must fast. But I see people nowadays with 10 days, 15 days, empty stomach, and they can still not rebook headache. Something is wrong in the body. One of the missing link is unity. That's why you see that word one that caught several in the book of Acts. When they were threatened in chapter 4, they came to pray in one accord. They prayed and then the place shook. When last were you in the prayer meeting where the place shook physically? Well, some of us have been in one. Maybe not physically, literally. But we've been in a meeting where everybody was slain in the spirit. That kind of meeting, you don't go home just with anybody. You go home by yourself. Because the weight is still on you. I have been in a meeting before. 
overnight that I, I lay down in the morning to sleep. When I woke up, I saw like oil on my head on the pillow. And everything I touched like electricity, I couldn't touch the door. There are meetings. Now, it is not that God says certain days people will experience this. It is us who can enter or can't enter. If we come on Thursday and there is united worship and praise, God will have no, all of us will be raptured into that atmosphere momentarily. That's the truth. You know, when you hear people like John saying, and I was and I heard behind me a voice, is it that God will just choose a certain day to say something to you? Or on a certain day, you are the one that will tune in. God is always broadcasting. The Bible said, day by day, utterest speech. Night by night, showeth knowledge. God speaks every now and then. He has spoken into the spirit realm. Yeah. That's why Hebrews chapter 1 decided to start out with that. God, who had sundry times and in diverse manner, he spoke to our father by the prophets, as in this day spoken to us. Not that he will speak. He has spoken through Jesus. God's communication are eternal in nature. He has spoken. As you tune in and out, it's like you are watching CNN and then there is another channel, Super Sports. And you are like myself, you love Chelsea and it is Chelsea as well as Arsenal Zero. And the match is going on powerfully. But you are watching CNN. And then Sterling just scored the 10th goal. You are still watching CNN. Or you are watching African Magic, Yoruba. Are you getting what I'm saying? The fact that you are not seeing the match does not mean the match is not going on. Everything I said now, I said it for two reasons. Everything I said, I said for the Arsenal Chelsea part. <laughs> you know, with nine men, with, uh, with ten men, still won yesterday. That, that, so, the day we don't win, don't talk to me. Some people don't like me in this church. When Chelsea loses, they will now want to greet me. That kind of Yoruba hypocritical greeting. I must say, Peleza. You know, I don't. I know where you are going. Don't greet me when we lose. I already know. <laughs> I have some friends outside the country. They, they like to greet me when we lose. I'm going to see a call from one of them. Once we lose, a man. How are you doing now? Are you with me? Glory to God. Oh, thank you, Lord. Is someone blessed this morning? I want to stop here. Hallelujah to the I can sense that there are strong angelic presence it will be here for all through the meeting. Something, this is not an ordinary conference. When the conference is over, when an instruction is given in the church, everybody follow. Something is happening. God is taking for himself a people. We were praising God on Friday night, the leaders, and somebody began to say that, Lord, why, why this church? Because we ourselves don't understand the depth of what God is doing, and we are still wondering that why. 
We are not different from any other Christian anywhere. But certainly something is happening. During the annual conference, or was it this one or last year, when it ended, Pastor Nas called me also. He said that we, there are four levels at which I play music. Pastor Nathana is heavily anointed. He said that for, he said most times when we go for outing, we don't pass through level two. He said, well, Pastor, on, on your church altar that day, he said we go to the pit. He told me. He said, you know what? After this coming to this church, I'm going to be fasting and praying. He said, because I saw something. God is moving. Can I plead with everybody? I believe, personally, there is no relative anybody that you bring into this hall during the course of that meeting that the Lord will not touch. Don't miss this opportunity. I have appealed to you before. Beg your boss in the office that you will close early on Thursday. If possible, tell them to keep it Friday off. If you need to double your work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, if you speak to them by the Spirit, Daniel did that in Daniel chapter 2 to Ariok, the one that was sent to kill all the wise men in Babylon. Bible said Daniel spoke with him with counsel, and Ariok gave them more days to go and pray. In those days, you must not defy the king. The king said, kill all wise men. But Daniel spoke to Ariok, said, okay, you know what, I'll give you three days more. There is a way under the influence of the Holy Spirit that you can explain to you, but you are not being lazy. And the Christian is not expected to be lazy. But, sir, there's this conference coming up. Can I, if the following week, if it will be double my work, I will do it. But for Thursday, can I close three? And can you give me Friday off? That Monday, if we need to work, I need to work on Saturday the following week to make up for, I will do it. Then tell your boss, I'll get, maybe you said you should come around. Because something is going to happen to you. It's time. Hallelujah. Sincerely speaking, when I listen to people like Brad Bilakoni, which I listen to a lot, when some of the visions I see and some of the things I look at that the Lord is doing, my prayer is just that, Lord, whatever it is, don't let us blow it. Because sincerely, people have been used in the past. I'm a student of history. I've read about, if you know what God has done through certain churches, and the funny thing is that they are no more in existence. If we were around yesterday, I was pouring out my heart to the workers. It's a very sad thing. See, wherever God has done great things, Satan will go there to rubbish everything, and then he will be mocking God. That I thought you said you move in this place. Most of the, uh, the, the stories of Jesus, when he was on that physical, is around Tunisia. When he walked on water, Jesus walked on water, the, the village that, that, that village where Jesus walked on water is called Malta. There's not one Christian there in all those places anymore. It's sad. What about the great church in Turkey? And I told them the sad one yesterday. I went to preach in Elisha. I was rejoicing to see the place of priority, but the tourists I was hearing. I told the apostle about the last place was not far from there. And Daniel one day, Pastor and some of them went there. One Fuji singer is coming to sing on the same ground where Baola was having revival in his house. They turned it to an event center. At your Babalola's prayer ground is an event center. A Fuji singer is coming to sing. This is, this is Satan at work. I could not, the thing was biting my liver when I heard what happened. The river he prayed inside, people were coming to step in and they were getting ill. Or Canada, people were washing on Canada inside now. That's what they do now. Yeah, nice. 
When I finished preaching, a young man ran to me and gave me a seat. He was one of the young managers in the hotel where they put us. Apparently, was watching the meeting. Big George was with me. So in the morning, we asked, wait, I am about last place. One of you see the place. He said, I don't know. I said, you are staying on the streets with this great man. You don't know. He said, I don't know anything about him. May God help us not to forget our heritage. If I ask you for a cinema house now, you will point that to me. I said, you are a believer. You don't know. How can you be walking on the streets? Living there and you don't know. Whatever it is. But for this morning, come prepared on Thursday. Come to worship and follow any instruction given. One, one accord. I will start from the second service. They were with one accord and suddenly heard a sound as of a rushing mighty wind. Anywhere there is an accord. So Jesus said, if any two or three of you shall agree. Many times there is no agreement. You know, I was raised by scripture, you know. You have to be compassionate and help the present day Christian. You are in a prayer meeting, you are going on WhatsApp. You have destroyed the unity of that prayer meeting. The pastors was, I pray closely with only few people. All this what you do publicly. I join every prayer meeting in this church. But when we really want to pray, only a few of us pray together. Because I will react some of the things that people, you are praying, somebody is looking at his phone. And you expect the supernatural to descend or you to ascend into that realm. You are praying, somebody is talking to somebody else. There's a stain on your clothes. <laughs> one accord means that everybody focuses on the same thing at the same level with the same passion when you do that you attract something supernatural happens when people pray in true unity whether husband and wife as in the two of you when we share testimony we think that it, it's an a man and his wife, if I mention their name, all of you will know the name, and, but uh, I've learned not to mention uh, people's name. They were in serious debt. They built a school in one of the cities in Nigeria here, and they are one of the best private secondary schools. Some people know who I'm talking about. And the bank gave them a time to pay. Some days went, and there was no money to pay, and they were going to take away the school from them that day. They both woke up in the morning, and they sat down husband and wife, and began to pray. When you talk of prayer, where you, they forgot their children, they were praying. They felt the prayers for God while they were praying there, and they got the word from God. That's always the end. Around 3.30, a man, they don't know till now who told the man about their predicament. Not a Christian. I think he offered the bank maybe 250 million on their behalf. And he said, give the school back to them. Many people have not seen the power of prayer because many times when we gather, somebody draws us back because someone's heart is not there. There are emergency moments. I, um, Paul was with me. I don't want to describe. Okay. 
right there in this in Lagos. We just stopped by. I didn't know, I know the man sings. He sells cars. So I said that. I have one car. I said, I want to sell this car and get another one. So we're just talking. So, I, so when we drove his dealer, I didn't know he was the owner because he used to be elsewhere. Then he came at the same time. Then he began to share testimony with us. He said, I've not seen you in seven years. I said, yes, sir. An elderly man. I said, you want a car? I said, yes, I want to change this one. I said, but it's like I'm not ready. I'm just trying to look at all the options. Then we began to talk. And then he told me some grace. And he said, you see this place? He said, I rented the place on a long lease. And I put 85 million dollars to repair the place. And he said, as soon as I did, a friend of mine walked in, maybe three months after I finished, and I was settling down there, and said, oh boy, ah, they sold your place. He says, no, no, the woman can't do that. The woman is a younger sister of a, one of the most popular people in Nigeria, so you can't fight people like that. He said, they've sold your place. And the guy opened his way. He said, see, showed him the name of the person that bought it, the account the person paid through and everything. So he calls her, mama, I'm hearing something now. I believe it's not true, because if it is true, the person who sold it to will not use it in this work. <laughs> you know, he's like, maybe CSE pipe. <laughs> and I said, are you threatening me? Two days after, the man came with Mopos and soldiers. And he said, ma'am, I'm standing by what I said. That the person, the person will only use it in another world. Long and short, they saw that they, in the contract, he had the option of offer of first refusal. And they have actually violated that. So they started patronizing. He didn't know they were even deceiving him. So they said, okay, okay, that person paid 180 million. They said he should pay 250. And he said, that is tax. I have invested 85 million to your property to build it up. Someone that didn't invest anything, you sold it for 180 million. Me that did us, you're asking me to pay 250. Long and short, they asked him to pay 190. As soon as he signed the they didn't talk about how soon. Because his lease was still running. But as soon as he signed, they just chipped it in that you have two weeks to pay. And he said, he knew they got him in a tight corner. And he didn't know what to do with it. He said he did his best. And he paid 110 within that two weeks. And they were like, so he sent the 110 to the woman's account. They gave him to 12 in the afternoon. 11.30 he called. He said, I just sent 110 to your account now. It was the son that spoke and said that if the remaining 60, uh, the remaining 70 does not come in or 80 before 12 noon, we will re we'll return your money back to you. You are going to lose the property and lose everything. He said he knew straight away he was in trouble. He went to talk to a friend in Bad Aokudu. He just sat down the Bible with his head on the table. He said, but he began to pray. And he heard God's audible voice. Don't worry. He said, God called the name of somebody that called this person now. And he called the person. That was like area father. One notorious guy. Now he said, hey, just said the Yoruba. First calls the woman. You know, you know the way they talk. I can't say nothing. And he said, he checked his phone. 10 million, 10 million, 10 million, 10 million, 10 million, 10 million. The guy sent 75 million. And he sent it to them. They were ashamed that he paid. You know, they that know their God. The question is, once in a while, if you are in that tight corner, what do you do? And there might be moments where you might just be in a fix like that. It might not even be about money. Are you getting what I'm saying? Moments like that, if you are praying with somebody, they better be on page with you. 
Next one. Is someone blessed this morning? It didn't look like a direct message. But I have talked to a lot of people this morning. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Church, learn to follow instructions wholeheartedly. Whatever we are doing, do it wholeheartedly. When we stand to worship, join. When we pray, join. Is that clear? The Lord is raising a new church. The old is passing away. Old does not mean older churches are not. No. It means that people do things in a traditional way. Oh, we not allow the spirit to walk in their midst. It can happen to a church that's one year, can happen to a church that's 30, 30 years old. This is a call. One. Please come with your trumpet on Thursday. It's going to be a glorious moment. Hallelujah. There is no shape this afternoon. So afternoon should be shape, but we will not be doing that because they are working on roles and responsibility. HOD runs a calendar year for one year, which ends in September. So most likely first Sunday in October, new leaders will come on board. So there are roles being created. So we're having a very critical meeting this afternoon. So that's why we are not having shape. The next shape, many of you that will be there, roles and responsibilities will be given to you. Uh, yes. So be prepared. So that's why we'll skip this month to prepare what we want to read out to you and give you an opportunity to pick any area where you want to serve or lead. Is someone blessed this morning? Don't miss shape next month because that's what we'll be doing there. And it might come before the end of the month. It's just that it will happen this Sunday, next Sunday. So maybe 18th of September or 25th, one of the two. But we'll announce when the time comes. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you. On Tuesday, we'll be coming here to arrange the chairs. You know, for the conference, we'll not arrange like this. The, the chairs will be closer. And then, so that all the chairs outside, that the one stack at the back can come in. And there has never been a conference like this before. Extend my invitation to people around you. Tell them to be there. Call members of the family. Plead with people you need to plead with to be there. There will be an experience they will never forget. They don't have to come and join our church. They have their churches. But just tell them that something will happen to them during this conference. They should come around. If your parents are in Lagos, persuade them to be there. Jesus, I have not forgotten anything. Have I spoken to us this morning? Blessed be your name. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for the truth that you have sent to us. Thank you for all that you shared with us this morning. We'll receive them and we'll receive grace to walk in them. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's give our faith this morning. Please, if you are giving for the conference in BK, let us know that it is for the conference, not just a general offering. It's important. And the accounts on the screen, whether you are in Nigeria or you are out of Nigeria watching us, 
want to do a transfer the account on the screen and if you are writing a check please write household of david hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord thank you jesus immediately after the service there will be some special cards if you have a boss you want to invite or your because for the special cards we will reserve seats for them please they are not for your colleagues the Bible teaches that we should give honor to whom honor. If you are inviting your parents and they are over 70, we don't expect them to be rushing with people. We honor elders, so we'll keep a seat for them. But if you have given the card to somebody, you must be sure they are come because we will keep their seat till after choir administration. Before the guest uh, uh, singer comes up, we'll keep the seat for a while. So, because from Thursday, I'm going to see a lot of young people and students there, and they will arrive two, three hours before the meeting. We will reserve some for married people, people in the church, just till end of opening prayer. By the time praise worship is starting and seats are vacant, we will give them to people. But for the elderly folks who are 65 and above, we keep their own seat till maybe 7 p.m. By 7, if we don't see them, we start filling up those seats. So we are going to reserve some seats. Is that okay? Praise the Lord. Remember that our husband and wife members say we will try for a few for a few minutes, but after opening prayer, we have no reserve. So you must have arrived by then. We will keep because people will call me by four. Last year, Sunday, the last day of the conference, I came to church 6 a.m. And there were already over 500 students in the compound. Yeah. Because when they opened the door, they were there. So, adults can't do that. Like you can't, you, uh, you are you are not as young as them, so you cannot. After some of them came as early as five thirty, and then they showed me some three guys. Those ones they didn't go home at all. On Saturday they stood at the front of the banner there and they prayed in tongues till morning. I stood there as I stood by. You know, you know, family won't let you do that now. We we're crazy on campus. I mean, I wasn't surprised they were doing. It. We used to do all those things. But not going home was not a problem at all. But now, <laughs> I can't imagine shouting in tongues overnight and then in the morning sitting down. At least I must be for like one or two hours. But when I was young, I could move from one meeting. I'm still young anyway. I can still move from meetings only that I will need a little, so even if it's just 45 minutes. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So that's how we deserve sin. Is that okay? Where's Captain D? Please see Captain D. That man with the card. Oh, information at the back. Okay, thank you. Welcome to the information at the back. Get the card. If you have somebody you are invited, please don't keep our card. There are very few cards because we are not intending to use it for many people. And they are very special cards. Very few cards. So if you have somebody you have decided, not that you get the card and say, I will give somebody. No. You must know the name. In fact, you must drop the name with them. Otherwise, don't take the card. All right? Thank you so much for your cooperation. Uh, thank you for your cooperation. Father, we bless the offering. We thank you for blessing every seed. Thank you for harvest in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are 
if you want to give your heart to Christ. Just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, well, be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. God bless you.